across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Happy Wednesday, Rockstar Nation. All right. Let's get her done today. I hope everybody's week is going great. And today is your hump day, but it's a day you're going to hump and make it happen. Yes, boy, I've had some great opportunities arise with regards to interviews for the show. There's been a lot of chatter back and forth on Inman about the solo pro situation, which if you haven't read up on that, do so or listen to my previous podcast from last week where I mentioned it uh, right before the, I believe it was the second episode with Tim Harris. I got the uh, founder, the owner of Solo Pro, and we had a long conversation that is going to be a good one. And then I wanted to get a rebuttal because I started reading some comments from other people on different blogs about it. And I said, wow, I can tell what the real estate agent community at large feels. I wonder if there's such thing as an expert in disruption because that's what SolarPro is trying to do. They're disrupting the real estate sales commission model, so to speak, or the real estate sales model. And I found a guy, Jay Samet, who wrote a book, uh, Disrupt You. So he came on the show and gave his expert opinion on whether it would work or not. So I got that going for me, and that's going to be coming out for you guys in the near future. Today we got Misty Gold Switch. Now, Misty is the one that reached out to me and was like, Pat, what's going on? Where are the women? Got all these men on here. I had the top 20. I had 19 men and one woman. So she was kind enough to give me referrals of like 10 of all the killer women in real estate. Several of them we had already interviewed, but I've had some other interviews that you're going to love of female rock star interviews. I have been also beefing up my Instagram because that social media outlet seems to be taking off with the real estate agent community. You're going to start seeing more posts there. You're going to start seeing more motivational posts that are coming direct from real estate agents. So rather than maybe Albert Einstein or Napoleon Hill uh, reading quotes and inspiration from them, I'm going to be getting quotes and inspiration from real estate agents, top agents to motivate you throughout the day. And I got some good ideas there too. So when any event, hope everybody's doing well. I'm happy because it's 70 degrees today in Charleston, South Carolina, and at home, which unfortunately, I, um, not unfortunately, I'm looking forward to it, but at home in Baltimore right now, it's like 16 degrees and, uh, and there's an ice storm. They close school. So it's always funny being in this perspective, but I will be going home over the weekend to catch up on some things home, check in on Mike Sloan and my real estate team there and see my mom and see my mentees that I volunteer with and have a good time. So anyways, let's get on with the show. Misty Gold Switch, Pat Hyven interviews real estate rock stars. Enjoy guys. Okay, Rockstar Nation. Well, listen, as you know, or probably don't know, but I 
Like I had mentioned before, I believe that I eat feedback for breakfast and I encourage everybody and anybody to give me feedback and to talk to me about what you like and what you don't like about the show so we can make it better. It doesn't do me any good not to get feedback. And I got reached out on Facebook by Misty, who is on the show today, who told me I need more women on the show. And I said, let's start with you, Misty. And since then, she's given me about 10 names of about three of those names we already have scheduled for the future. So I'm excited because we not only have a top incredible agent, but we have a top incredible female agent who is leading the charge to get more female agents on the show. So without further ado, Misty Soldwich, thank you. And welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you so much, Pat. I really appreciate the opportunity. Hey, Misty, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself so they can get to know you better? Sure. So I have been in real estate for 16 years, and I have four kids married to my husband, Keith, of 20 years, who works with me in the business uh, since about four years ago. And I love this business so much because of the amazing opportunity for everyone. Yes, yes, absolutely. So give us some nitty gritty here. How many houses did you sell last year? Uh, Last year, 359. Wow. And uh, what was the volume on that? That was about 57 million. Okay. And what was your GCI? Uh, 1.7 million. Okay. And what was your profit on that 1.7? About 40%. Okay. Okay. So that's uh, half of that would be 850. So it would be about 700,000. Uh huh. Great. Awesome. And what does your team look like? So 2015 was a big change in how my business was structured. Prior to 2015, uh, in 2014, I was personally producing about 70% of our 1.3 million GCI. Last year, I produced personally 26% of it. Wow. So I stepped out of the listing role early in the year Mm. and really started focusing on hiring more support, more agents on my team so that I could grow beyond in future years. So my team is structured as um, I'm the CEO, my husband is the COO. And I have two listing agents, six buyer's agents, a transaction manager, an ISA, and three virtual assistants. Wow. That's, that, that's a great team. Now, I've already picked out a couple of things that, that I want to ask you because I think that you can definitely offer some advice here to others going through the same transition. So first of all, let's go back four years ago. What was it like transitioning your husband in as a partner after you doing it for so long by yourself. What did you learn from that? What mistakes did you make? What did you do right? And what kind of advice can you give us there? Well, it was not an easy transition, but it was something that we both believed in. My husband, Keith, has a background in project management consulting, and we thought a lot of his expertise in building systems and processes would be very valuable to our business. But the errors that we made were in not being as clear on defining our roles early on. And it really took 
three years and nine months for us to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So it was really about like, you know, this is your job and this is my job and, and figuring that out rather than both of you trying to solve problems at the same time, the same problems. Absolutely. And, you know, part of it is I think the weakness of a lot of people that are very productive agents is we tend to be control freaks. And so just like I would for anyone else that I'm working with, just trusting the process and knowing, letting people shine at the things that they're good at. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And and so the lesson here, guys, is that, you know, if, if you don't want it to take f- three years and nine months and, you know, have these conversations ahead of time. Listen, here's where your brilliance lies. Here's where you're a genius. Here's where I'm a genius. I'm going to do this. Don't micromanage me. Don't just let me do it. But in return, I'm going to let you do the same thing and I'm not going to critique or say anything about it, right? Definitely. Easier said than done. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, good. So now let's fast forward. Let's go to the listings uh, because I know that a lot of people struggle with this. I know I did in my career. It is the most difficult, in my opinion, thing to give up on the team because you feel like it's a part of you. They're putting the misty sign out front. There are people that you may or may not know, may have worked with before. You have this emotional attachment. How did you begin to release yourself from that and go from 70% to 26%? It was not easy, but it was something that was really important to me. I knew that it would be impossible for us to move to the next level without me being willing to do that. And so before I turned those duties over... I was not as disciplined in how I did presentations and the story that I told. I very much relied on my track record and making an immediate connection with clients so that they would trust me, but really not not fantastic at telling my story, even though I, I was very successful prior. So it forced me to put true systems in place so that everything could be expressed to our clients that I thought was important to tell. And what did you find once you put the systems in place and got a very talented person doing it for you? That they did a better job than I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Isn't that so true? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, when you put It's all about systems. And when you put that in place and really have a systemized way of getting your message across, it's incredible how things just start taking care of themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, good. Well, good. All right. So where is most of your business coming from? I mean, 359 units. How does that break down? Well, our largest percentage is from past clients, sphere of influence, referrals from those groups. Also, my second largest is radio. Hmm. I do radio and television advertising. The television advertising didn't start becoming a more dominant lead source for us until it had been running for nearly a year. Really? Uh, Yeah. So you could have given up, right? I mean, like how much did you spend that first year without really making anything back? Oh, gosh, $40,000 easily, probably more than that. Yes. And so what sort of profits 
would you say, or numbers, would you say, is would that $40,000 be paying you now, now that you haven't given it up and it's still running? Well, it was interesting because it was, like I said, nearly a year in, about nine months in, that all of the sudden everyone started mentioning it. Hmm. And part of that was kind of playing around with the placement. The other part of it was tying the television ad into social media campaigns on YouTube and Facebook. Hmm. And then all of a sudden, everyone's mentioning, oh, I saw your I saw your advertisement on TV, on the Today Show, and then I saw it on Facebook. I see you everywhere. So that's something that we're consistently getting four to five seller leads a week that specifically mention it, whereas we didn't earlier on. And how long has it been running? At this point, it is about 15 months. Okay. So you're putting it out there strategically. Tell me strategically, you said you you worked with the placement about like, what can we learn? What can we learn from that? Let's say I want to do one and uh, I don't want to do it wrong. Right. Well, I, my television advertisement is with Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank. And I started out advertising in primetime during the Shark Tank show. But I found that in my market, having it during morning news and the Today Show particularly, that tended to be something that people weren't recording and Hmm. then fast forwarding through television ads and I just saw huge results from that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense with the recording, right? The, the mm-hmm, fast exactly. forward, you know, because during Shark Tank, it, it it is a show that comes on that you could, yeah, that you could watch later or watch on Netflix. So you well, don't, and you I don't think see. about myself. I mean, I've got four kids. We've got basketball games and football games and all of that on Friday nights, and so I I tend to watch those kind of shows on on demand and so it's made a lot of sense to me to change it to a format that is not as commonly viewed that way yeah and what are the chances that someone's going to record the today show from 10 days ago and go back and watch it they're just not you know unless Slim. unless they're <laughs> unless their mom is uh you know standing there next to al roker with a sign that says hi right. they're not going to go back and and watch that so that makes a lot of sense okay so now the the past clients now so mm-hmm. that that's a ton you know there's a lot obviously a past clients coming back and referral so how do you cultivate that what kind of systems do you have in place well, this is something that over time has developed because I certainly for the first probably 10 to 12 years in the business always had intentions of doing it, but you know, you just get busy in the flurry of activity when you don't have the right support and systems in place. So, I have had great success with connecting with people via social media and also using viral marketing for doing video blog to connect with people. And then we also make a big deal about when we get a referral from past clients or from our sphere of influence to reward them with nice gifts so that they remember how great it is to refer business to us. Okay, so let's get some uh, specific meat and potatoes here. So with the viral marketing, we've had mm-hmm. guests on the show before with viral marketing. I know Frank Clevitz well. And uh, yep. so you're creating a, a video and then you're emailing it to your email list for them to watch. And how often are you creating these videos and emailing them to your past clients? 
Uh, two to three times a month. Okay, that's great. Every mm-hmm. 10 days, Misty's there in a video talking about what? What are you talking about in this? And how long I, is it? Around three minutes. And I talk about seasonal items. I talk about vendors that partner with my business and what kind of things that they offer that might be of value to our clients. I talk about just what's happening in general in the real estate industry. So just uh, consistent educational topics that appeal to a wide audience. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. And then what else are you doing? You're doing the video blog, but what else? Mm-hmm. Well, what, what are you giving them? Let's say you, that's what you mentioned. You take care yeah. of them if they refer. What, let's say I, I bought a house from you five years ago. I referred you somebody. What should I expect? So what we do is we send them a gift to have a dinner on us to um, a local restaurant. Okay. And now have you worked out a deal with that local restaurant to get it at a discount or are you paying full dollar for that? Yes, I have. Um, We worked out a deal with three different local restaurants to be able to get gift cards at 25% off of what the face value is. Okay. So an an idea that I got from uh, Patrick Sarkoozy, one of our other guests on the show, was he worked out, and I actually copied this and did the same thing, with a local restaurant where we would create coupons, and those coupons were for $100 at the local restaurant, and I only had to pay if they actually redeemed them. Because a lot of times people get these cards, and they never use them, believe it or not. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of gift cards just sit there and then you end up having to pay for it, even if they don't use it. So this way you create these coupons and the restaurant that I used and the restaurant that Patrick Sarkozy used, uh, he's in Florida, I'm in Maryland. So it's completely different restaurants, gave it to us for 50%. So yeah. So you may want to think about trying to work something out with, with somebody. I'm on it. Yeah. Okay, good. That's great. Good. Okay. So talk to me about applications like phone applications and software. What are you using now that's working real well? Well, uh, one new system that we put in place just for the start of this year that my team is super excited about is we are using Hoopla for that basically has a television display with leaderboards for different metrics that we're trying to track. And that has been a ton of fun. Hmm. So Hoopla, right? Mm-hmm. And and give me an example. Like I'm having trouble. Like give me sure. an example. Yeah. So I went to a conference towards the end of the year where a lot of people mentioned that a way to really get excitement in sales is to gamify the experience. And so Hoopla does a really nice job of that. Mm. So what we have a first quarter competition on my team and we have goals of what they need to do as lead measures that will help lead to sales. So for example, we have a ranking list of if a buyer's agent does a buyer consultation and successfully completed it, it gets posted on a leaderboard. So there is a constant ranking that shows up on TVs in both of my offices that show who has how many buyer consultations on the books. And when we have a new sale, 
or we have a new listing, then the agent that activates that is able to basically launch a celebration that fireworks show up on the screen and their name, they can post like a big silly selfie of themselves and they choose their own personal victory song to celebrate that they got this new sale or new listing that's going to lead to our team's goal. And they had just a blast figuring out what their song was going to be and were able to do kind of head-to-head battles between agents, like, I'm going to get more sales than you this week, so I'm going to challenge you. It's, it's really been a fun thing. So Hoopla works on a television screen or computer or whatever, but then they also have a mobile app. So the whole team <laughs> will get a notification hey, Misty turned in a new listing. Uh, so it, it really helps make those competitive juices flow. Yeah, that that, that sounds exciting. I, I yeah. want to get that. I mean, it's like, you know, the, the team's minding their own business and all of a sudden we are the champions with Queen comes on Perfect. and yes. it's some guy's funny avatar picture or whatever and it says he sold this house and this was the price and everyone's like oh my goodness this yeah that's awesome that's brilliant i love that okay and i will put a link to hoopla on hybendigital.com backslash misty m-i-s-t-y hybendigital.com backslash misty as well as anything else that misty talks about that you guys want to get some of so what else what other systems are you excited about or, or seem to be working well for you and your team recently we started using five street for lead distribution among the team i know there's a lot of different systems that will do that when you have lead sources that go out to multiple parties but my team's been really excited about it and really responded to the ease of using it and uh, how successfully they're able to track and be able to respond to leads in a really quick manner. Yeah, I'll put a link to that too. Someone else actually mentioned that like last week, literally. So, And, and I haven't seen that yet. So that must be the right. new one out there. What book are you reading now, Misty? Well, a couple. I always have a stack of like two or three different books that I I go through at a time. But I just finished uh, Stop Stop Saying You're Fine by Mel Robbins. Mm. Uh, Great book. Just about, you know, I think that this is something that everyone faces, but particularly since I reached out to you about women on the show, I think that mothers particularly are very good at kind of putting everyone else's needs ahead of their own and put their own needs on the back burner. And I think that she has a really inspirational message to kind of kickstart, you know, you need to do what what is right for you. And then also one that was so relevant to me personally, but also just when you are selling real estate and what people need to go through to prepare their homes, The Magical Art of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. Awesome book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's all about you only keep the stuff that sparks joy in your life. And it it just there's a lot of funny methodologies that she has, but my family has really embraced it and it's been a lot of fun. All right. And and you said there was three or is that that's no, just those are the two two, that I have going on right now. Yeah. Well, they're such self-explanatory titles. They are. uh, That's great. Well, good. Thanks for mentioning those. I think I'll, I'll, I'll get the second one and maybe I'll get the first one for my wife. <laughs> so what would you say the weirdest thing is you've ever seen in a house? 
Oh, gosh. Well, I've seen lots of weird things because I... So I opened my own office after being an agent within a larger company, let's see, in 2007. And that was right as the market was turning. And I had been prior to that, a very new construction centric agent. And the market changed. I opened my own office. And so I started building an REO business. So My goodness, when you are in the foreclosure business and you are serving a huge area in Iowa and, you know, going 70, 80 miles from where you're located into these tiny little towns that have nothing, you see some crazy things. So, you know, there was a time when I had houses that would sell for seven, eight thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. And the bank spent five thousand dollars trashing it out. I mean it 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 just it was a real statement on how low the market got in certain areas. Yeah. Yeah. It is amazing to watch. So you don't do any REOs now? Yes, we still do some REO. That is probably around 15% of our business. Okay. Um, but I think that particularly HUD REOs are a fantastic buyer lead generator because people are kind of fascinated with them, mm. but certainly not where the bulk of our business comes from. Got it. Got it. And and certainly a way to, to kill your average price range as well as, Definitely. as, as happened to me. Okay. So let's imagine that you are on a show similar to survivor. All right. You're on an island and there's 10 real estate agents. You're one of 10 and you all are starting ground level. You have no real estate business, but there's a ton of buyers and sellers out there. You all only have $500 cash, a laptop computer, and a cell phone. And each week, whoever sells the least amount of houses gets thrown off the island. So it's a 10-week show. How is Misty going to sell more houses than the nine other agents and win the reality TV show game? Well, I would definitely win. I don't give myself the option not to. (laughs) I approach everything with the mentality of, I know that I can do this. And so... I would right away work on what is going to be that unique edge that that makes those buyers and sellers want to work with me versus someone else and work on that uh, unique selling proposition and then just work hard at it. Just be working on making connections with people, with following up and having a systemized approach just to blow them away with, I'm going to do the best job for them. So you would just get out there and start handing out business cards. I would craft a message first and say, you know, not just here's who I, here's my card, but here's what I can do for you that no one else can. Because I Mm. think that's a really important part of people wanting to work with you versus just some random person. And then what would your theme be to those people? Well, I'm going to solve your problem and let me find out what it is that you need because I'm going to find a way to get what you want. Mm. So you're going to take a more a personal approach, right? Definitely. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna empathize with them and find out and ask a lot of questions. Use two ears and one mouth in, in that proportion and, and listen to them and then try to solve their problem rather than just going out there and assertively saying, I'm the best, I'm the best. Right. I mean, what is more annoying than when you're with a salesperson that 
you're trying to explain what you need and you can tell they're thinking of the next question to ask you. Mm. I mean, that is, that is a huge issue. And that's something that I really coach the agents on my team about is being a good listener and having people really understand that you know what they're trying to accomplish. That's what builds trust. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, Missy, thank you so much for taking the time today to come out. Thank you for pushing me to get more women on the show. And I promise you, we will continue to push for that. You've given a lot of meat and potatoes, a lot of neat ideas. How can we as the Rockstar Nation perhaps give back a little bit and support a charity that you support? Well, my team is a huge supporter of the Children's Miracle Network, and I personally have so many friends and family members that have had to use local hospitals that are teamed with them, and so that is something that's very near and dear to my heart. Okay, so I'll put a link to uh, Children's Miracle Network on hybendigital.com backslash Misty, along with the other things we talked about. And Misty, I hope that uh, someday we can uh, meet face to face and get a cup of coffee or something. And I wish you the best of luck. And guys, listen, all your referrals in Des Moines, Iowa. You know somebody there now. Yay. Misty Solwish. Thank you so much, Misty. Have a great day. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this session of Real Estate Rockstars. I'm Pat Hyben, and I appreciate you spending time tuning in for some rock-solid advice. I encourage you to take action on something that you have connected with. These insights, along with goal setting, will help carry you to achieving your destiny. Visit hybendigital.com for resources, how-tos, ebooks, and so much more. Also, reach out to us on Twitter. My handle is at Pat Hyben. And don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.